Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of Talk It Out. Today, we're talking about feminism. And with me, I have Brandon Sams and Kirsten Peake. Kirsten, why don't you explain your views on feminism? I think feminism is very important. Um, We need to continue to push for equality. However, I feel like the new wave of feminism um, really demonizes men sometimes. So I just think that's kind of counterproductive to what it's all about. Okay, Brandon, how about you? Um, I I agree with her point that uh, feminism is very uh, much needed in today's society, as it has always been. Um, I I do not think that it demonizes men per se. I just think that, you know, sometimes the truth can be a bit uncouth. Okay. Um, Brandon, um, in Kirsten's column, she mentioned that Twitter campaigns like Yes All Women don't really offer viable solutions to women. What's your response to that? Uh, my response to that is I think uh, with the Twitter campaign, Yes, All Women, uh, it, it, it was tackling a specific issue, which was sexual assault. Uh, it, it was bred out of the whole Not All Men uh, movement that uh, some men created where they were saying, you know, hey, let's not, when uh, feminists are talking about, hey, instead of t- trying to tell girls not, dr- not to dress like this, not to go to these places at a specific time of night, how about we tell some of these boys that, you know, probably you shouldn't rape girls or, you know, you should get consent before uh, doing sexual activities. Um, so with the whole Yes All Women thing, I think that it provides a viable solution because it's addressing the concern that instead of focusing all your attention on these victims, how about you focus it on these perpetrators. And I think that with social media, a lot of people can misconstrue social media activism as only occurring in that specific avenue. When Mm -hmm. in reality, there's a lot of times the physical aspect of that as well that's happening behind the scenes that you probably don't see because that's not being, uh, what's the word? Uh, It's not being like brought up, yeah, represented on social media. Okay, Kirsten, do you have a response? Um, I do. I read somewhere recently that um, about one in six women will be you know, uh, sexually abused or harassed or at least attempted at some point in her life, but one in 33 men will. I still feel like that's a significant enough number to where men should be included in this conversation. It's not necessarily just women that are the victims, and it's not necessarily always men that are the perpetrators. So I feel like when it is really taken on as a feminist issue instead of a you know, violent crime issue, um, it excludes men from a conversation they should definitely be involved in as victims as well as, you know, obviously they shouldn't be raping people, but neither should women, so. Okay, Um, kind of piggybacking off of that, you also said, Kirsten, in your column that these sort of Twitter campaigns seem to call women to stop being proactive about protecting themselves and that it's dangerous because it protects no one. Can you kind of expand on that for us? Um, yeah, I feel like my, that was one of my perceptions. I, I don't know if that's necessarily what they're trying to say, but the impression I got from a lot of women saying, you know, like, oh, boys go off to col- college and they get condoms, women go off to college and they get mace, like, this is wrong. I mean, I agree it's horrible that women have to go around, you know, worrying at night, like I myself am afraid of walking alone at night. But my concern there is that um, a lot of the co- um, Campaigns seem to tell women that it's not their responsibility to protect themselves. It's men's responsibility to not rape people, which is true. But I still think it's better safe than sorry. Keep carrying your mace. Like, the, yeah. Okay. Um, Brandon, Carson mentioned in her column that um, 
some people might view view um, like when someone holds a door open for you and you being like no thank you as too extreme do you think that's an example of where feminism can be too extreme um okay well i have a couple points i want to go back to what she said and then i'll answer that if you don't mind um uh the the previous point that was made about uh these talks of yes all women or whatever leaving men out i think that as you provided in the uh, article, the definition of feminism, when you look at the definition, it says, you know, equality between the sexes. So even if it is a quote-unquote feminism issue, feminism isn't specifically relocate or allocated uh, towards women. It's, a, it's for all, all the sexes. So a feminist issue is a human issue because humans are made, you know, we have various sexes. And feminism tackles sexism so no matter how you look at it if it's a feminist issue then it's both a male issue and a woman's issue um and then to go back to what you said about holding the doors open i think um you know people have their own concerns if if that's i understand where a person would come from with that do i think that's taking it uh, to an extreme i do but if someone simply says hey um, I can open door for myself. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, should I'll close the door right in behind me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you can open it, good for you, girl. But I don't, I don't see that as being a particularly bad thing. It may be a bit extreme, but I get the sentiment there because it, that kind of gesture was born out of a, you know, you may, some people may call it being uh, chivalrous or whatever, mm-hmm. but chivalry was kind of born out of a, oh, let's take care of these the fairer sex as women are called you know these damsels who probably like oh let me open this door for you ma'am and it's like well i have arms okay um my last question is just kind of kirsten also brought up um that self-defense classes are something that people can take to kind of take a proactive step um towards protecting themselves and um like you both said obviously you shouldn't have to but i kind of want you just to talk about that for a quick second before we wrap up Mm -hmm. About, about the yeah, self-defense? Taking, yeah. Do I think that's needed? or Yeah. What's that? Um, yeah. If some, I think everyone should be able to defend themselves. Um, I think all people should take self-defense classes because everyone is at risk of being victim right. to some kind of, you know, assault, uh, be it sexual or just, you know, a physical uh, violent assault. Um, so I think everyone should be proactive in protecting themselves. I do think that it's an unfortunate reality that for women it seems to be you know, there's an extra degree of of uh, safety that needs to be taken there. I think it should definitely still be taken, but mm-hmm. the whole point of the movement is to shift the onus from the victims to the perpetrators. So saying women, you know, you should still be proactive in protecting yourself, but instead of focusing so much attention on this, let's shift that onus to the people who actually are doing the bad thing in the situation, which would be the perpetrators, be it men or women. Okay, Christian, do you have any last comments? Um, nope, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. If you um, have any concerns or comments, you can tweet us at University Star using the hashtag TalkItOut or leave us a comment on universitystar.com. Thanks. See you next time.